You're listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audiocast. I'd catch my breath after that one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Praise God. I asked the praise team to sing that song today. Didn't have no music to it. Didn't have it on loops. And I said, just sing it a cappella. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your spirit in this place, God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. What a wonderful job they did. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, ushering in the the presence of the Lord in this place. And I know that he's omnipresent. He's at all places at all times. But when I say to usher in his presence, I mean opening up our hearts to receive what he has for us today. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I want to read to you this morning from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19 through 22 is my opening scripture. Praise God. Help me catch my breath here. Woo, glory, God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19 through 22, it says, if you don't have your Bibles with you, Sister Shakira's got it right up here on the screen. Thank you, Sister Shakira. Praise God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19, it says, quench not the spirit, despise not the prophesying, Prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word this morning, God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to preach to you guys this morning, and I pray right now. Oh, Lord, I pray, God, give us conviction this morning. Oh, God. Don't let your word, God, don't let it offend us this morning, but give us conviction. Oh, thank you, Lord. I want to preach to you guys this morning. Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Praise God. Brother Conway, would you pray for us? Lord God, we ask you right now, Father, as the man of God comes before us, Jesus, open our hearts, Lord God, right now. Help it to prick our hearts, God, so that we can receive the word, Lord Jesus. Help it to bind us together, God. Help us to go and spread the gospel to the community, God, like your word says we are to do, Father. Bless us and bless the man of God today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I I didn't even come up here with my jacket on this morning. I came up with it already off because I know it's going to get hot in this place today. I know the Holy Ghost is going to move in this place today. Come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to go back just a, a little bit before that opening scripture. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 14, we're going to go back a few verses. It says, now we exhort you, brethren. This is Paul speaking to the Thessalonians. Warn them, and he's speaking to us today as well. He said, warn them that are unruly. Oh, we're living in a world of unruly people. Oh, come on now. We're living in a world of people who have turned against God. 
It says, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, not just to those in the church, but any man. Then it says, but ever follow that which is good. Come on. Both among yourselves and, and to all men. And then it says, rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore in the Lord. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Despise not the prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Not just abstain from evil, but abstain from all appearance of evil. Oh, praise God. That's a whole message in itself right there. I'm not even going to, I might touch on that just a little bit. I might, just a minute. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Not just from evil, but anything that appears to be evil. Praise God. Praise God. You know, that's why as apostolics, we don't even drink alcohol because it appears to be evil. It it, it can lead to evil. We don't even touch it. Come on. Now, the word of God tells you do not get drunken, but we don't even touch it because we abstain from the appearance of evil. I won't even go buy alcohol for cooking purposes. You know, drinking wine, and and you cook it in your food. Now, I have bought cooking wine, but I won't even go to a place to buy drinking wine because I abstain from the appearance of evil. From the appearance of evil. I'm, I'm not even touching that. That's a whole message in itself. We're moving on. <laughs> Verse 23, it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, because he is coming. He is coming soon. Oh, come on now. Faithful is he that calleth you, he says, who will also do it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Quench not the spirit. Oh, this has been on my this script, just that one verse, quench not the spirit, has been on my heart this entire week. I'm here to tell you, Brother Caleb touched a little bit on it this week. He, uh, this morning, in the opening of the service, he was talking about the Asbury revival up in the Asbury College. And I'm here to tell you, there's a revival going on. There's a revival going on in this nation. It started right there, but it's moved out to the to the uh, colleges all around around it to, to um, I don't even, to Lee College and to Samford College and, and, and to NKU College and uh, several other colleges. But it's not just at the colleges. It's moved into some of the apostolic places. And I'm talking about the small churches, the big churches and the small churches. And I know we're a small church in this place. But I'm here to tell you, God is coming back soon. Revival is coming. We better get ready in this place. 
Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and I've been thinking about that this whole week. I've been thinking about that, and I've been praying on that. I have been seeking the Lord. When I wake up in the morning and I go into my prayer closet and I keep thinking about this revival that has started up there and it's going to all these colleges, and I've been saying, God, this, I've been saying in the mornings when I'm in prayer and, and in the afternoons, and I'm like, God, I've been praying. I've been praying for a revival like that right here in this city, in this church. Like, God, why? Well, I've been praying for years now. Lord, why? Why? Why can't we get that right here, right now? And the Lord spoke to me. Quench not the spirit. I'm here to tell somebody today. The reason why we hadn't had a revival like that is because the spirit has been quenched in this place. Oh, come on now. Oh, hallelujah. Quench not the spirit. I'm telling you today, God's saying you want me to show out? You need to show out. You want me to do something? You do something. Quench not my spirit. You want to know why revival hasn't happened right here in this place like that? It's because the spirit has been quenched in this place. I'm here to tell somebody today, quench not the spirit. Because that is what God has been speaking to me all this week. Quench not the spirit. I wake up in the morning and I hear it. Quench not the spirit. I go to bed at night and I'm hearing it. Quench not the spirit. You need to show up and show out. It doesn't matter what the world says is right or wrong. I don't care if you're at the grocery store. I don't care if you're at school. I don't care if you're at work. I don't care if you're if you're at the restaurant. If God tells you to do it, do it. If he tells you to start dancing, start dancing right there, right then and there. Quench not the spirit. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody hear me in this place today. Somebody hear me online today. You want to know why God isn't moving? Because the spirit has been quenched. Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. And I'm here to tell you, some of you, some of you are concerned about what, what, oh, what my mom has done to me, or what my dad has done to me, what my brother has done to me, what my brother in Christ in church may have done to me, what my best friend has done to me. You're worried about all this mess. You're hanging on to it. And God says, I don't care what they've done to you. It's about, about what they've done to you. It's about what I can do for you, what I can do for you right here at this altar. Oh, come on now. It's about what God can do for you. Quench not the spirit. If the Holy Ghost moves on you, you let it move. Don't hold back. I'm here to tell you if you ain't got the Holy Ghost today in this place, maybe you have had the Holy Ghost, but you hadn't had it in a while. I'm here to tell you you need to quench not the spirit. Stop worrying about what others have done to you. Stop worrying about what others are going to think of you. Don't worry about what they're going to think. Quench not the spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm here to tell you, 
There's a move coming in the land. There's a move coming in the land. In this land, in all the nation, in the entire world, there's a move of God coming. It's the thing, same thing that the prophet Joel was talking about. The same thing that we saw on the day of Pentecost. It's a move of the Holy Spirit. It's a, it's a Holy Ghost revival. It's coming in this place. Joel chapter 2 verse 26 and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God and that he hath dealt wondrously with you. God has been so good to us in this place. God has blessed us so much. We never go without. How could we not show forth our praises unto him? Oh, It says and my people shall never be ashamed. My people shall never be ashamed. You, wherever you go, you speak the name. Hallelujah. You praise him. You magnify him. Let everybody know that your God is the one and only true God. His name is Jesus. And you shall know that I am, that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God. And none else. And my people shall never, never be ashamed. And this is that. It shall come to pass, it says. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And old men shall dream dreams. I must be an old man now because I've been dreaming some dreams. I've been dreaming some dreams of a mighty revival in this place, in this city. I've been dreaming some dreams. It says young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens. In those days will I pour out my spirit. The time is now. God is pouring out his spirit in this place, in this land, and I want to be a part of it. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I might need another water up here today. Praise God. But we cannot quench the spirit. The Holy Ghost is moving in the land. The Holy Ghost is moving in the church, but we cannot quench the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whoops. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. It goes on in Joel chapter 2, verse 32 after that. It says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Who shall call on the name of the Lord, it says, shall be delivered. Hallelujah. Shall be delivered. I'm here to tell you that there's going to be some people that are coming into this place that are going to call upon the name of the Lord, and they're going to be delivered. But they can't get here if they don't know about it. So that's why you cannot quench the spirit no matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're at school, you're at work, or wherever it may be. You let everybody know what God has done for you. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem 
shall be deliverance. As the Lord has said, it says this, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call, in the remnant who the Lord shall call. Can I tell somebody today that God always leaves a remnant? It doesn't matter what's going on around you in the world. The world can be all chaos. It could be worshiping false idols. It can be doing all kinds of mess, sin, everything. But the Lord always leaves a remnant. Everybody thinks that the devil might be winning sometimes because it, every, it seems like everybody around us. And I'm talking about people in the church, too. I'm talking about people who claim they worship God, but they worship him one day and do some other mess the other day. I'm talking about some people who claim they obey the word of God, but they only obey bits and pieces, parts of the word of God, what, what it feels right to them. If it contradicts to what they're living, to their lifestyle, then they, don't, they just leave that out. But we know what the Lord says about what you take out of the Bible. Come on now. He'll take out your name. He'll take out your name from the book. Praise God. <clears throat> but I want to tell somebody, God always leaves a remnant. He always leaves a remnant. We were talking about last week. We were talking about, um, who was it? Uh, we were talking about Elijah last week, right? <clears throat> in, uh, in 1 Kings, we talked about how Elijah... He was the only one left, right? They had sent out to, to go after all the prophets, and they were hidden in the, in the caves, and they were slaughtering all the uh, prophets. And, and, and here comes Elijah saying, I'm the only one left, and God was still using him. He was the only one left. He said, it's I. I only am the only one that's left. And God says, I'm still going to use you. It only takes one. Remember, we talked about this last week. <clears throat> And, and, and Elijah, God told Elijah to go to King Ahab, the same very king who was going after him, him and his queen Jezebel, right, going after him. He says, I want you to call an audience, Ahab, and talk with him. And he said, tell Ahab that, to bring all your prophets of Baal. Bring all the prophets of Baal and those who fall after Jezebel. Bring them all down. And I'll come down too. And I want you to have them build an altar. And I'll build an altar. But set no fire upon it. Remember we talked about this last week. Y'all remember? <clears throat> and that's exactly what he did. King Ahab brought him on. He thought, man, what an opportunity. I could show him out and then kill him right there in front of everybody. So he brought all his prophets <clears throat> of Baal. And there was, what was it, 300 of them? <clears throat> Brought all the prophets of Baal, and they set up an altar and set no fire upon it. And they began praising and worshiping the false gods of Baal. Remember that? And they kept, they, 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 were, they were prophesying, and they were throwing themselves up on the altar like it was going to make the, 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 their, their God to rain down fire. But see, he couldn't because there is no other God. There's only one God. <clears throat> Remember? Remember this? And they even started cutting themselves. They started cutting themselves and bleeding all over the altar, thinking that, oh, maybe that's going to work. But only God. See, there is no other God besides the one and only true God. And they had their turn. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. 
<clears throat> Nothing happened. And Elisha, here comes Elisha. He's the only one left. Remember this? He's the only one left. And he started praying. Unto, or no, remember, he, first he told him, go gather barrels of water. Get the barrels of water and just pour water all over the altar. He did it three times. <clears throat> so much water upon the altar, there ain't no way it could burn now. And, it, and he, he dug a trench around the altar, and the water fell into the trenches. It was just so much water. And he began praying unto the Lord, Lord, send down the fire. And God sent down the fire. And I'm here to tell you, the fire burnt up the, uh, burnt up the altar. And not only that, it was so hot a fire. It began lapping up the water in the trenches. And the fire came. And talk about a miracle. Talk about a sight. Oh, come on. We were talking. I'm, I'm not doing a whole other message. I'm just telling you this because I'm getting somewhere with it. So after that, after God showed out, sent down fire upon the altar, then he began praying, Lord, send the rain. Remember, they were doing this because there was a drought for many, many months. And the Lord sent the rain. And the Lord sent the rain. It was a miracle. And it was all because one man who stood alone, it only takes one. There's only, it only takes one. God always leaves a remnant. But you know what? Can I tell you that he's not the only remnant that God left that day? <clears throat> there was still yet another remnant that was there. But after he did all that, and the people of Israel saw who the one and only true God was, the king and the queen Jezebel still sent after to kill him, still started to chase him. And the people of Israel allowed it. And they went after him and started chasing him. He had to hide in the wilderness and in the caves. <clears throat> and he was in this one cave. If you go on to see, that was back in First Kings chapter 19. But if you go on to. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you go on to verse, uh, 1 Kings chapter 19, that was back in 18, I think. Um, but if you go to 1 Kings chapter 19, it tells us, see, Elijah was on the run. He was on the run. They were still seeking to kill him, even after God poured down fire upon the altar and then showed up and poured out the rain and a miracle happened. Even after all that, they were still chasing him, trying to kill him. And Elijah was seeking the Lord. He was in a cave, and he was seeking the Lord, asking him, why? Why is this happening? <clears throat> and it was at a point where a still, small voice came upon him. In verse 13, it says, And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle, and he went out and he stood in the entering in the, of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him. And it said, what, dost, what doest thou here, Elijah? What are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here, Elijah? And Elijah responded in verse 14. And he said, I have been very jealous of, for the Lord, God of hosts, because the children of Israel has forsaken thy covenant. Oh, come on, that sounds like something that's happened today. The children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant. You have the children of God, people in the church who are forsaking his covenant. <clears throat> and it says, 
And it says, they throw down thy altars. They slain the prophets with the sword. And I, even I, am left. <clears throat> and they seek my life to take it away. And God spoke to him. <clears throat> Verse 15. He said, I know. You're the only one left. Okay. I'm still going to use you because it only takes one. But what he doesn't realize, there was others. He said, I'm going to use you. And the Lord said unto him, go, return to the wilderness of Damascus where thou camest from. Anoint Hazal to be king over Syria. So I'm going to use you to go anoint another king over Syria. And then he says, go to Jehu, the son of Nimshi. Shall, and, and now I want you to anoint, I want you to anoint Elijah. He said, I want you to anoint Elisha to be, to be a prophet in thy room. He's going he's gonna to take over your mantle. So he did exactly what the Lord says. He went out and he did this. And, it, and, and the Lord spoke to him. He said, it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword of Hashel shall Jehu slay. And him that escapeth from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. <clears throat> And then he told him, he told him this in verse 18. Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel. I have left a remnant in Israel. All the knees which have not bowed unto bow. Remember we said everyone, it seemed like the whole nation of Israel was worshiping false gods, the gods of Baal. And, 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 and it seemed to to uh, Elijah, Elijah, that he was the only one left, but there was others. He said, I have left me 7,000 in Israel. And 7,000 is not many when you're talking of the hundreds of thousands of Israel. <clears throat> All the knees which have not bowed down unto Baal, and every mouth which have not kissed him. And so he went. And he did as he was told. He went and he, he anointed a king. He anointed Elijah. To follow him, praise God. And then, all of a sudden, you see the next chapter, chapter 20, 1 Kings chapter 20. It tells us that Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, uh, uh, a king of Syria, gathered all the host together, gathered all his people. There was a king named Ben-Hadad, gathered all his people. Not only that, there were 32 kings that were with him and their armies as well. King Ben-Hadad and 32 other kings and all of their armies gathered against Israel. <clears throat> Horses, chariots, and he went up and besieged Samaria and warred against it, it says. And so, here you go, all these armies coming against the, the, the nation of Israel. And still, it's King Ahab, the one who was chasing after uh, uh, Elijah. And, and he was still the king. And there was the people there still worshiping Baal, but there was a remnant. There was a remnant there that God was about to use. If you go forward a little bit in 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 13, it says, And behold, there came a prophet unto King Ahab, king of Israel, saying, Thus saith the Lord, hast thou seen all this great multitude? The prophet said, have you seen this great multitude that has come against our nation? Hast thou seen the great multitude? He said, behold, he's saying, behold, God, I will deliver it unto thy hands this day. And you shall know that I am the Lord. <clears throat> and then Ahab said, by whom? 
Because all the children of Israel were scared for their lives. No one was going to come up against them. The king and all of his people, they were all scared. He said, by whom? And he said, thus saith the Lord, even by the young men of the princes of the provinces. When he said, that, who shall order the battle? And he said, you shall order the battle. Then he numbered the young men of the, of the princes of the provinces. And listen to this. And there were 232 of them. And after them, the people that were with them, it says, numbered all them, the people, even all the children of Israel, being 7,000. It was the remnant. It was the remnant. It was those who refused to fall down and worship Baal, who refused to worship the false idols. It was a remnant. Can I tell somebody today, there's a remnant in the land. There's a remnant in this nation. There's a remnant in this world. We are that remnant. There's a remnant. And it goes on and it says, yet I have left me 7,000 men. Remember that, that's what he said in, in, in 1 King 9, uh, chapter 19, verse 18. Remember, he told him, I have left 7,000 in Israel, all knees, which have not bowed to bow, and everyone which had not kissed him. That was the remnant that God had left. And it says in verse 19, so these young men of princes, and the providences, they came out of the city and the army which followed them, 7,000 men. And you're probably talking about hundreds of thousands of men that followed uh, Ben-Hadad and those other 32 kings. <clears throat> it says they came out of the city and the army which followed them, which was 7,000, and they slew everyone his man. And the Syrians fled and, and Israel pursued them. And Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, escaped from the horse. God has left a remnant in this place. God has left a remnant in this world. There are those who still choose not to bow down to false gods, false idols. And when I say that, I'm not talking, I'm talking about anything that you put before God is an idol. And I'm talking about people who say they're in church, people who think they may be in church, people who are not following and obeying God's word 100%. They're not the remnant. I'm talking about the remnant, the remnant, those who choose not to bow down to bow, those who love God with all of their hearts, mind, body, and spirit. I want to be a part of that remnant in this place today, right here, right now. God has left the remnant. We cannot be like everybody else, cannot be like the world. We are set apart. God has chosen us for a time such as this. <clears throat> Paul talked about the same exact scripture right here that I just read in Romans chapter 11. You see, everything foreshadows in, in the Old Testament to the New Testament, right? We talk about that all the time. It says in Romans chapter 11, Paul said, I say then, hath God cast away his people? God forbid, for I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. God hath not cast away his people, which he foreknew. It doesn't matter how bad the world looks. It doesn't matter how grim everything is. It doesn't matter how it, look, it may appear that the entire world has come against God. He always leaves a remnant. He said, God 
hath not cast away his people which, you, which he foreknew? What not know you the scripture of Elias, talking about Elijah, how he made intercession to God against Israel, saying, Lord, they have killed thy prophets, dig down the altars, and I left alone and seek my, and they seek my life. And in verse 4, but what saith the answer of God unto him? I have reserved myself 7,000 men who have not bowed to the knee, uh, uh, bowed the knee to the image of Baal. Even so, then at this present time, there is also a remnant according to the election of grace. Can I tell you that there is at this time, right here, right now, a remnant. And you're seeing revival all across the nation because there's a remnant rising up. There's a battle going on right now. I'm here to tell you there's a war going on between heaven and hell. It's all around us. It's a spiritual battle. And God is calling his people to rise up. The remnant. Oh, we must rise up. If we want to see revival in this place, we must not quench the spirit. You want to see revival in this place, you've got to quench not the spirit. Oh, hallelujah. You want to see God move in your life? You want to see God change who you are? Quench not the spirit. We cannot quench the spirit in this place. And I know some are hearing. I know some are hearing today. And I know that some will fall on deaf ears. But I'm here to tell you, you want something to happen in your life. You want to move of God. You want God to move in your family. Quench not the spirit. You want to see a revival in this church. Quench not the spirit. You want to see lives saved. You want to see miracles happen. You want to see wonders. You want to see healings. Quench not the spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, God. We got to stop quenching the spirit in this place. I'm here to tell somebody, when the Lord tells you to go to the altar, go to the altar. When the Lord tells you to hit your knees, hit your knees. When the Lord tells you to shout, you need to shout. When the Lord tells you to dance, you need to dance. It doesn't matter if it's here at the church or if it's out on the streets. We got to quench not the spirit in this place. Quench not the spirit because now is the time. The Lord is coming back soon. There's revival going across the nation. I want to be a part of that revival. I want to be a part of what's going on. I don't want to quench the spirit. Lord, I want you to move in this place. Oh, God, I'm here to tell somebody today that this is that. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. Quench not the spirit in this place. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, 
I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy and I will show you wonders in heaven above and signs on earth beneath the Yerubal Shakayanaha. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to open up this altar this morning. I want to invite you down. Oh, let the Holy Spirit move in you in this place today. Oh, God, move in me, oh, Lord. Oh, God, why? Why have we not had revival right here, right now in this place, in this city, in this church? It's because I said quench not, quench not the spirit. Thank you for listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audio Cast. 